Today's daf is daf Lamed. We're holding 16 lines from the bottom of Chavtes Amid Beis. So just uh, just let's have a quick review because uh, we're right in the middle of the sugya and it is a very technical sugya. So let's just go over this uh, a uh, just a short review from yesterday. So we had as follows. We had. Uh, the Gemara brought down that Yechem and Zakkai was concerned because he did not find a, script, a scriptural allocation. He had no makar from a Pasuk in the Torah that Truma becomes disqualified as a Shlishi. So uh, he was concerned that later Dairis are going to come and say that maybe Truma Taka, like Chulin, only becomes disqualified as a Shani, but Truma doesn't go down to becoming disqualified as a Shlishi. So the Gemara had asked the question, well, if he didn't have a Makar from the Torah, then how did he Bechlal know that Truma does become disqualified as a Shlishi? So when it says that he didn't have a source, or Yehuda said, never source Mitzad uh, Pasuk, but he had a Medin Kal Bechaymer. What was the Kal Bechaymer of Rabbi Yechrem and Zakkai? So the Kal Bechaymer went like this. A Tvu Yoyim is, somebody goes to the Mikvah, on the last day of his tumor, it could be a one-day tumor, it could be a seven-day tumor. So it says a tful yoyim, once he goes to the mikvah, is allowed to uh, consume chulin, he's allowed to consume maizashayni, but he's not allowed to come into contact with truma. Right? So you see that truma is more susceptible, lakabal tumor, than chulin or maizashen. It's called chulin right now. You see that a uh, that there's a greater susceptibility of making makabel tumor with truma over chulin. We see that from a tful yom because a tful yom is allowed to consume chulin. He's not allowed to consume truma. Right? So he says we have a pasuk in the Torah that tells us that from possible the klicheres that a sheretz falls into a klicheres that kolmash everything we have a possible Torah that tells you chulin becomes disqualified as a sheni remember the sheretz is a rishon the kli becomes a sheni I mean the sheretz is an av the kli becomes a rishon and the chulin inside becomes a sheni so we have a possible in the Torah telling us that chulin can become a sheni now, if Chulin can become a Shani, and Truma is more susceptible to Kabul Tumor than Chulin, then Kabachaymer, Truma will become a Shlishi. That was the Kabachaymer of Yechem and Zakkai. The Gemara left off yesterday is that uh, Rabbi Yaisi took it a step further. He said, how do I know that Kachim can become disqualified as a Revi'i? So he actually is a similar type of lambdas. But he says, once we know that truma can become a shlishi, right, that we see, truma can become a shlishi, he says, from that we can make a kavachomer that kachim can become a revi'i. How? He says that the same kind of mechanics we use for the tulyam, let's learn from the mechusaki purim. Mechusaki purim is somebody that has some type of tumor that makes him tummy for seven days, some type of body emission, a zav, zav, right? So the, 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 the din is that he, it doesn't help having 
uh, gone to the mikvah and even having hair of Shemesh, going to the mikvah and having hair of Shemesh allows him to eat truma. But for Kachim, he has to wait till the next day and he brings his carbon. So he's called the Mechuzak Kippurim until he brings his carbon. So Mechuzak Kippurim is allowed to eat truma, but he's not allowed to eat Kodesh. So what do you see? Is that Kodesh has a greater susceptibility than true of truma for than truma than truma and if truma we learned through the kavachaymer can become disqualified as a shlishi then what kodesh. then kodesh should be able to come tomei with the kavachaymer as a revi that's what we left of yesterday that was the kavachaymer of rabbi yosi so you had the kavachaymer of yechem and zakai for truma and you had the kavachaymer of Rabbi Yossi to tell me that Kodesh becomes Tama Ezra V. With me? Okay, now. Comes along Amma Rabbi Yechanan. So Rabbi Yechanan said like this, Tam Baribi. The reasoning, the, the logic of Baribi. Rabbi means the great one. Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is called Rabbi Yossi Baribi. Rabbi Yossi, the, the logic of the great one, Rabbi Yossi, Eini Yadeya. I don't understand it. I don't hear good the 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 the, the Kavachaymer that Rabbi Yosi Ribi was espousing. Why? He says like this because uh, uh, so therefore like this again. Okay, so I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Tam Ribi any mahi. I don't know what it is. Sharei Chuvasa Betzida. The Chuva, the reputation, the way you can shlug up the Kavachaymer is right next to the Kavachaymer he made. Meaning the information he already gave us with the Kavachaymer gives us we, we, we can we can refute that Kavachaymer. The logic of the Kavachaymer is refutable. Now there's two ways to refute a Kavachaymer. You, either you can show that what you're considered to be Kal or what you're Considering to be the Chamor, are not really the Kal, are not really the Chamor. That's in, 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 intrinsically you destroy the Kal Vachamor, because you show intrinsically what you consider Kal Vachamor is not really Kal Vachamor. That's one way. There's another way to destroy a Kal Vachamor, is that, is, you can show that the logic that you're applying doesn't work in all, in other, in other cases. I mean, to show other areas where the logic should work. And if the logic is a, is, a, is a sound logic, then why doesn't it work? And therefore, the fact that it doesn't work shows that it's not a valid kalvachomer. Your logic is not a valid logic. Now, what, let's speak this outside. What is Rabbi Yechanan going to show that the kalvachomer of Rabbi Yossi's is not a good kalvachomer? Now, he actually is going to show that it's irrefuted from the position of the Chachamim. We're going to see there's a three-way machloikis. But from the Chachamim shita, we can refute the Kaal Vachamim. What is the three-way machloikis? So the issue is like this. That according to the Chachamim, a Tvul Yom, a Tvul Yom, alright, that comes into contact with Truma, parcels the Truma. Right? Meaning, his contact with the truma will not allow the truma to go on and make something else disqualify. It disqualifies the truma. That's it. That's the end of the line for the truma. Well, in our terms, we would say it's shlishi. In our terms of what we, the standards we set. But the bottom line is it disqualifies it. The problem is the Chachamim hold the same thing as for Kaidish. That when a Tvul Yom touches Kaidish, it also, end of the line, disqualifies. Now, Lechora, what the Gemara is going to ask, Rabbi Yochan is going to ask, if your Kalvach Homer is true, that since you proved from Mechusa Kippurim, since you proved from Mechusa Kippurim, that the susceptibility of Tumah 
for Kaidish is greater than it. And that allows you to make a Kavachayma that wherever Truma becomes a Shlishi, Kaidish should become a Revi'i, then the Chorah, then the Chachamim Shita by Tvul Yom doesn't make sense. Because they should hold that if a Tvul Yom disqualifies the Truma, and that's the end of the line. For Kaidish, it should go one level more. It should not just become, when he comes into contact with Kaidish, it should be that this could still go to the next level, to be able to become a Revi'i, right? If you're going to use those terms. And the fact that we say that it's equal at that level shows that the logic of the Kalva is not a valid logic. That is the Kasha, that, that is the, 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 the refutation that Rabbi Yechonen had. So let's see it inside. He says, L'chorah, um, that, that the, 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 the refutation of Rabbi Yehoshua's Kalachimer is by its side. Food that came into contact with a will prove to you that it disqualifies at the end of the line Truma. And it does not allow even for Kaidish to go to the next level. It means not only does it disqualify for Truma, but it's also the end of the line in terms of Kaidish as well. You cannot go one more generation down. Now, it's the same. It's the We equate, and therefore you see we're not making the Kaabachem, the Lord Kaabachem doesn't want. The son, we learned in a so Abashol Oymerna, Abashol disagrees. Abashol held that the Chachamin made a, 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 uh, a Takana, they considered a Tzvul Yoim to be considered like a Rishon. They gave the, uh, the, the, the Tumah of what residual Tumah of a Tzvul Yoim is considered to be like a Rishon, right? Now, they did it specifically because of the Chumrah of Kaidish. So for Kaidish, they considered him to be like a Rishon. So therefore, it comes out like this, that for Kaidish, when, an, uh, when he touches food, he can drop down, for, uh, the wording here is important, remember we spoke about this yesterday, when you use the word Tomei, that implies that not only does it become itself Tomei, but it can transmit over. When you use the word Puzzle, what does that indicate? Stop. That it stops there. It becomes disqualified, it stops there. So you say like this. So therefore, the, since they gave, for the purposes of Kaidish, they gave a Tvul Yom a status of a Rishon, alright? We could argue, really, should be in a Torah only as a Shemi, but they gave him a status of a Rishon for Kodesh. Therefore, he's able to drop foods that he touches two levels. He can make food into a Shemi and a Shlishi can make Tomei, two levels. And one level he makes possible. Because the Shlishi becomes a Revi'i for Kodesh. And that becomes possible. By Kodesh. So he's able to drop down. He's a Rishon. He's able to make any food into a Shani and a Shlishi. That can in turn, turn a Shlishi into a Revi'i if it's Kodesh. That's his opinion, right? We're going to see, not like we just said the Chacham. Because the Chacham we said, everything stops. At Lahore the Shlishi level, means it becomes the like Truma. When it comes to Kaidish, he's considered to be like a Rishon. To drop down where it's Tame, where it's still active, two levels Tame, and one active from Shlishi to Revi, Lipsol, right? Lipsol Echon. 
Now, Rav Meir doesn't disagree completely with him. He just holds that they never made the Chumrah that is considered like the Rishon. They left him as a Shani. They left him as a Shani. Which means that therefore, for Kodesh, he can drop one level down to be Matama. And one level down to Pasal. He can make food into a Shlishi. And that Shlishi can make Kodesh into a Revi'i. But both Abishol and Rav Meir hold that Etful Yom has the ability to drop Kodesh down to Revi'i. Okay? The only difference is, is Rav, Rav Abishol learned the way that, that they actually made a special Chumrah that they gave him a status of a Rishon, whereas according to Rav Meir, they never gave him a status of a Rishon. They left him as a status of a Shemi. Alright? Now, but both of them hold that food will, Kodesh will become disqualified as a Shlishi. Kodesh, Truma, will become, will stop at a Shlishi, won't become disqualified as a Revi. Now, now, so therefore, like a mayor, Oimer, Metama Echad, Apostle Echad. Now, the Chachamim, which what Rabbi Yonathan has the Kasha. Chachamim, Oimerim, Keshem, Sheposel, Ochle, Truma, Omashka, Truma. Just as the contact of a Tvul Yoim disqualifies food and drink that are food and liquids, solids and liquids that are, are, are Truma. Kach, in the same way, Posel, Ochle, Kodesh, Ramachli, Machi, Kodesh, they disqualify food and liquids of Kodesh. Means it becomes disqualified, it can't drop down to the Revi'i level. Which is what Rabbi Yochanan used to ask the Kasha on the Kalva Chomer of Rabbi Yossi that Lechorah, you said, where there's the greatest susceptibility for Kodesh over Truma, it should go one more level down. We see uh, that that's not what, that's one, that's not what's happening. That's the problem, Rabbi Yossi could go. Oh, oh. Yeah. So says, So Rapapa has a Kasha. He says he's attacking Rabbi Yochan. How can you ask a Tayyukta on Rabbi Yossi from the position of the Chachamim? He's a Tana, right? So therefore, we might have Yosek Rabbanon Svirlei Dilmeka Abishol Svirlei. Taisa says you could also say like Rav Meir. But either way, the idea is that there are two opinions there that hold it could go down to a Ravi, whereas Truma cannot. And according to that, you wouldn't have a Kasha on the Kalva Chaimer, right? So much as the Amar Latamish Nine Melifsol Echad that it can go down to a Ravii. So says the more like this. Listen to this: a Gavaldi Gateretz. He says like this is that Rabbi Yochanan understood that it has to be that Rabbi Yossi held like the Chachomim and not like Rav Meir or like uh, Abashol. How did he understand that? He says like this, because what was Rabbi Yochanan's Kalvachomer? Rabbi, I mean, Rabbi Yossi's Kalvachomer. Rabbi Yossi's Kalvachomer built piggybacked on the Kalvachomer right of Rabbi Yochanan Zakhaev yesterday was, he said like this, Rabbi Yochanan Zakhaev learned out from Tvul Yoim, and Rabbi Yossi came along and learned from Mechus Kippurim. Now, what did he bring the Raya from Mechus Kippurim? He wanted to show you is that there's a greater susceptibility of Tumah for Kaidish than Truma. Or Rabbi Yochum and Zaka showed there's a greater susceptibility for Truma than Chulin and Maizah Shein, right? Now, where did they bring the Raya from? Either Tful Yoim or from the Chapus Mechus Kippurim. If they taka held, if they taka held that, if Rabbi Yossi, I mean, Rabbi Yossi really held that, like the sheet of Abashol, even like the sheet of Rav Meir, why do you have to jump to Mechus Kippurim? 
Bring the raya from Tvul Yom himself. Anyway, you're starting with Tvul Yom. Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai is Kalvachan from Tvul Yom. You just say, and we see by a Tvul Yom that he makes apostles Truma, yet by Kodesh, he can make a Tameh to go to the next level. That would show you that Kodesh has a greater susceptibility for Tuma than Truma. Why do you have to schlep Mechusa Kippurim into the picture? Obviously, you had to schlep Mechusa Kippurim because you couldn't bring that Raya from Tulyan. Because you hold like the Chachamim that both Truma and Kodesh become puzzle from the contact of a Tulyan. So now, if you hold like the Chachamim, then Taka, you have a Kasha on your, yourself. Why doesn't the Kalvachimer apply in the case of Tulyan? That was Rabbi Yechonin's logic. When it says like this, if Itaka held like Abashol, why do you have to go to Mechusa Kippurim to ask your Kalvachayim to bring the proof of your Kalvachayim? Why, if he held like Abashol, you could actually use as the linchpin of your Kalvachayim the Tful Yom himself, which anyway, you are using the Tful Yom. You're using the Tful Yom for Rabbi Yechem and Zankai's Kalvachayim. So why are you jumping to Mechusa Kippurim? That we see by the food that comes from Tvulyan. The Tvulyan Gufa, Mutter Bechulin, that even though he's allowed Chulin, Amart Oyser Revibe Kaidesh, so we said that it means that he's allowed to have Truma. And not only does he disqualify Truma, I'm sorry, that he disqualifies Truma. And not only does he disqualify Truma, but he also, Oyser uh, Revibe makes a Revibe Kaidesh. That's what you could have learned out. Just, just piggyback on the, on the Kalbachim Rabbi Yosei of Rabbi Yosei and Zake from Tvulyan. That becomes disqualified as a Shlishi for Truma. And it disqualifies a Revibe for Kaidesh. And use that. So then Oichel, Shlishi, Habamach, Mashem. And they will say, therefore, all foods that is a shlishi that became tame from a sheni, right? The sheni gufa oser bechulin. That because and that would be even a better place to make a kavachon because a regular sheni does disqualify chulin, right? So therefore, that's why. So I mean, that's where the kavachon. So sheni which disqualifies chulin, but it's got a greater intensity. Of Tuma. Say, if a Tamez, Matama Truma as a Shlishi, Kalvachaymer, what should it do? It should be Matama Kodesh by a Revi. And therefore, the fact that he never used Tvul Yain to do that, but he had a jump to Mechusa Kippurim, shows you that what must his position by Tvul Yain be when you discuss Kodesh, that he holds like the Chachamim, that both, that both Kodesh and Truma stop at Shlishi, don't go down to Revi. Which was good for the Kasha, that was the Tayyupta that Rabbi Yochanan asked. Now you could ask me, yesterday we had a, we had a Pircha, we tried to ask a Pircha on Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, we said on the Kalbachomer, we said maybe there's a difference because by its full yoyim, which could either be a person and a kli, it comes from that something that has in its, in, ingrained it, it could be a Rishon. I mean, it could be an Av. It could be an Avatumma. It could be an, as a capability to be an Avatumma. Whereas, we said food doesn't have the ability to be an Avatumma. So maybe that's the reason, maybe the reason he didn't want to ask from Tful is because, maybe you make a call from Tful so that, so the one says that can't be because the truth is, so where is he learning at Mechusa Kippur? Mechusa Kippur also comes from an Av. A person becoming Mechusa Kippurim either was a Zav, was a Metzoira, so therefore he had to be coming from an Av also. So therefore that could not be a Pircha 
on the Kalva Chomer, that you can't say that's the reason he never learned from Tvul Yoim, because that would, then he wouldn't be a Lochaz Kippurim. The truth of the matter is, that if he piggybacks himself on the Kalva Chomer, of Rabbi Yochum and Zakkai, if he can't hold of that pircha anyway, because otherwise he wouldn't be able to make the kalva chomer of Rabbi Yochum and Zakkai either. That you could have said too. Bechitem a mishum deikla mifra. Maybe he says he doesn't want to learn from Tzvul Yoyim because you could ask the pircha malat Tzvul Yoyim shekain avatuma that we're dealing with either kalim or a person that is comes that could, that could be an avatuma. High sinam mechusikipurim that can't work because where does he learn from mechusikipurim? Right? Vilat parachin you didn't ask the pircha. You could have asked the same pircha. Too. That could be an Av. He never asked that as a Kasha. Obviously, he doesn't consider that to be a Pircha. Bottom line is, let's just stop over here for a moment. So, we had uh, yesterday's Kalvachim of Yechem and Zakai, and we had. Um, Today, the, we explain, elaborate more the Kalvachim Rabbi Yosi that teaches me what? That Truma can become a Shlishi. And, uh, and what's his name? And, and Kutchim can become disqualified as a Ravi. Now, both of the, the, the normative halacha, the standard opinion is that even though Truma can be a Shlishi and, uh, Chulin can become disqualified as a Ravi, what about Chulin? Where does Chulin become disqualified? As a Shani. Right, Shani. Now, yesterday we mentioned the position of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva actually wanted to bring a, a, a raya from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that if a Sheras falls into the area of Sheras, anything that's inside becomes Tomei. He learned anything inside could even be Chulin, which means he wanted to learn not like the standard Alocha. He wanted to learn that even Chulin can become disqualified as a shlishi. But we're going to see that that's his own opinion. Most opinions do not agree with him. And now we're going to bring that down. So, I'm Rav Asi, I'm Rav, I'm Rav, I'm Rav, I'm Rav, I'm Rav, Rav Meir, Rav Yossi, Rav Yeshua, Rav Elozer, Rav Eliezer, Kulus Viruluhu, De'ein Sheini Osa Shlishi Bechulim. Not like Rav Yekiva. They all hold that what? Is that even if Truma can go down to a shlishi, but what about Chulim? Chulin remains disqualified as a Shani. Once the Chulin's been disqualified for, as a Shani, another piece of Chulin will not become Tomei from that Chulin, because Chulin can only go down to a Shani. Why are we bringing it here? Why because, Rab, because it's not like Rabbi Akiva. In our mission, we had Rabbi Akiva hold that Chulin can go down to a Shlishi. Yeah, right, this is a new, we're bringing something new now, this is starting new. Now, okay. now, let's go through where we know this from. Rab Meir. This nine. Have this in Chagigo, right? And it's uh, in Mesechus Parah. It says like this: that there were certain tumors that even though I mean a Torah are not tumim, but the Chachamim came along and gave it a status of tumor. So we're going to see what level of tumor when the Chachamim made Xero Takana to give something a status of tumor. So Rav Meir is going to see they gave it the level of tumor of a shaming. That's his point. They gave the status of level Shani. So this non. Call a toman bias mayim, midivri seifrim. Anything that you have to go to the mikvah for, midirabonan, which means the chachamim made a tome. What status does that item have? Metames hakaydish. That will make kaydish into a shlishi. Metame. Metame means it can make kaydish into a shlishi and it still be active. That tumul will still be active to actually go down to pasal the kodesh at a ravine. But when it comes to truma, poisal is a truma. By truma, it only will disqualify it as a shlishi. It does not allow it to go on to being a ravine. 
But when that Truma, when it comes to Chulin, Mutter Bechulin of a Meiser, Divrab Meir. Why is it Mutter Bechulin of a Meiser? Because since the Truma is, all, is already a Shani, that Shani cannot disqualify the food and make that food into a Shlishi. Because food stops at a Shani. Why does it say you wish hopefully? Because we're talking about specifically Tumas the Rabbonon. Then we're saying when the Chachamim made a Tumas the Rabbonon, it has the level of a Shani. Oh. That's just trying to bring a Raya. Okay. Now, Chachamim Chachamim don't completely disagree with Rav Meir, but they hold that even if the Tumas is a Tumas on a level of a Shani, it's usher to consume. I mean, somebody that's Tumas as a Shani, he's not allowed to eat it. He doesn't, if he touches it, it won't disqualify the Meiser Shani, which we say the same level as the Chulin, but they still don't allow that person to eat it. Seems Rav Meir held that it's okay now, you're okay. No, he said, no, we still don't allow the person with Rabbonon to eat the Meiser Shani. What do you do? Destroy it? No, you've got to get tar if you want to eat Meiser Shani. You find a tar oh, person to eat. Yeah. Man, nothing wrong with the Meiser Shani. All right. Now, Rav Yossi Hada Amran. All right, Rabbi Yossi, it's from based on the Kalvachama we said before. Clearly, from Rabbi Yossi, he has to hold that Chulin is a, a disqualified as a Shani. Because he used that Chulin is disqualified as a Shani to teach me that Truma becomes disqualified as a Shlishi, and that Kachim becomes disqualified as Ravi. Now, if you held Rabbi Yossi that you could, Chulin can become disqualified as a Shlishi, then it would bump everything down. Then the Kalvachaymer should be, well, Chulin can become a Shlishi, Truma can become a Ravi, and, uh, and, and Kodesh can become a Shishi. The fact that he, because he starts with Chulin, so you see from him that Chulin can only go down to a Shani, because otherwise everything would go drop down a level. So Rabbi Yaisi had Amran, to him, because if it would be that Chulin could become a Shlishi, so Lazel Ravi, but Truma, and Chamish, Kodesh, you should be able to bump it down to a Ravi and a Chamishi as well, which we don't, so therefore it must be that by Chulin you're stopping at a Shani. Clear? Next. What about Rabbi Yeshua? This time we look at the Mishnah. Okay? We're going to see from here how Rabbi Yeshua, trying to bring a rhyme, holds that what? Chulin stops at a Shani. It's not, we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer, Oimer, Ha'oichel, Ochel, Rishon, Rishon. He says, the Chachamim made a Takana that if you eat food that became Tameh as a Rishon, you take on the status of a Rishon. Meaning, if you eat, if you consume the Rishon, you're considered halachically midrabon, and you're considered to be a Rishon. Shani, we consider yeah, even Chulin. We're going to see even Chulin that be, and you ate a Shani, you consider a Shani. And even Shlishi, you consider Shlishi. Now, the Chorah, how could it be even Chulin, the Chorah? We're going to have to discuss, because how is it that the old food became a Shlishi if it's a Chulin that makes you a Shlishi? We'll see. Rabbi Yeshua disagrees on one nuance. He holds that it doesn't agree the first thing. If you eat a Rishon, it doesn't make you into a Rishon. The Chachamim said, whether it's a Rishon or a Shani, you still become a Shani. That's what he disagrees with. He said, the Ochel, Ochel, Rishon, the Ochel, Shani is still considered to be a Shani. Alright? Now, what about if you ate food that's Shlishi? Right? Also, you get bumped up to be a Shani. But uh, Kodesh. That's concerning Kodesh, meaning that you're considered to be a Shani concerning Kodesh, that you can now make Tomei specifically Kodesh, right? So therefore, that stringency that if you eat a Rishon or a Shani, you become a Shani, and if you eat a Shlishi, you become a Shani, that's specifically for foods that are Kodesh. 
Right? All, all of this is Kodesh. Right. But Ein Sheni Betruma. However, I mean, the food you're eating is not Kodesh, by the way. The food you're eating is Chulin, but it gives you a din of Sheni to cut when you touch Kodesh. However, this din does not apply for touching Truma. Meaning, if you were a Rishon or a Sheni or a Shlishi, you don't get bumped back to being a Sheni when it comes to contact with Truma. Now, the only thing you have to explain is that how do you have a case of Chulin that when you eat Eshlishi, you become a Sheni. L'chorah, we've just learned till now that what? That Chulin... L'chorah cannot become Shlishi. So what Rabbi Yeshua explains is it's B'chulin Shana's Altaris Truma. There were people that were very mockbit on the Tara of Truma that even the Chulin they gave the same status to, that they had the same Chumras and same Tahara. So then it could be that they would deal with Chulin as a Shlishi. But not because Chulin itself can become a Shlishi. It's only in this case. Why? It's only because they had this concept of eating things Altaras Truma. And the Bar points out Altaras Truma in Baltaras Kodesh Loy. He said only for Taras Truma. Taras Truma, we give the Chulin as a status of a Shlishi. But even if somebody wants to be Makbid Altaras Kodesh, it would not have a din of a Shlishi, it would be like regular Chulin. And if it's like regular Chulin, it could not become a. Shlishi. So from here you see from Rabbi Yeshua's Shita that what? You see that he holds that regular chulin stops at a Shani. That's the point it's making. Right. Alma we see Kasabra ain't Shani or the Shlishi the Chulin. That for regular chulin, Shani cannot become a Shlishi. Taras Truma, there's a special Chumrah. But otherwise, Shani cannot become Shlishi in the laws of Chulin. What about Elozer? Where do we see Rabbi Elozer holds that What's his name? Shani is the la- lowest level for regular chulin. The sign we learned in a bride, he says like this. He says that all foods are equal in terms of the, the genre doesn't matter. Whether it's chulin, whether it's truma, whether it's kaidish. It has the ability to transmit tumma, which means that for chulin purposes it stops at Shani, for truma purposes it goes on till Ravii, until, until Shlishi, and for Kachim purposes it can go on to Ravii, no matter what the food itself is, whether it's chulin, whether it's truma, whether it's kodesh, it transmits for those to, to disqualify the thing that it's coming into, or to make tumma the thing it's coming, uh, coming into contact with. Shloten Shavin, Harishon Shabbat Kodesh, that that if it's a Rishon, whether it's Kodesh, Chulin, or Truma, it's Metama Shnaim, it has the capacity to drop down two levels, right? Uposal Echebekodesh, two levels in order to transmit Truma, and one level of disqualification, right? Uposal Echebekodesh. Right. Now, Metama Echod, Uposal Echod, Truma, and for purposes of Truma, it drops down one level that Rishon can make a Shani become a Shlishi for Truma, and it disqualifies the Shani will be right, and so therefore it can drop down to a Rishon, to a Shani, and disqualifies in the Shlishi. That's Posal Echod, Truma, so Metama Echod, Uposal Echod, Truma. And what about for Chulin purposes, if it's a Rishon, it only has one out. When it comes into contact with Chulin, the only thing it can do to that Chulin is what? Uposel, drop it down to a Shani. Clearly, what do you see from Rabbi Lozer? Rabbi Lozer, not Rabbi Lezer. That it becomes Mosul at a Shani. Now, what about Rabbi Lezer? That was Rabbi Lozer. Rabbi Lezer, this non-Lundin Rice. 
the situation is like this. Now, chalo, okay, is a, a batter that was made that you haven't removed chala from it. You have to give to the Kohen. Now, how much you have to give to the Kohen? You have to give the Kohen 124th. Now, Allah is, for whatever reasons, we're not dealing with it right now, but if the chala became Tomei, you don't have to give 124th, you only have to give 148th. Now, that Kohen, since it became Tomei, cannot eat it. He has to, can use it to burn, but he can't eat it. You have to separate 148th. Now, since you only give less then when it's Tomei, now, the, the Yisroel, by the way, the farmer, or the, the, the baker, he's allowed to eat it. The, the remainder is, is chulin. So, and he's allowed to eat in a state of tumah. The one that gets messed up if it becomes Tomei is because the chala can't be eaten. The chala itself can't be eaten. Now, the Chachamim were afraid that if a, far, if a baker knows that if it's Tomei, he only has to give 148th. He doesn't have to give 124th. What stops him from making a Tomei? And now he all has to, has to give less to say the Chachamim made a Takana that if it became a Tomei on purpose, then you have to give 124 anyway. Because that'll stop him from making a Tomei on purpose because he's still going to have to give the same amount. Now, it still hurts the Kayin because the Kayin still can't use, can't eat it because it's Tomei. The Chala that was separated, given to the Kayin, is Tomei for him to use. He can burn it. He can't do anything else with it. Right? So therefore, we're going to see Rebeleza holds the idea of making such a Takana that if he made a Tomei on purpose, he still has to give 124. He's not going to cut it. He holds, either way, if it became Tomei, what you have to do is bring another batter that's Tahar and take double from that one, 124, and give the Kohen the Chala that's going to be Tahar. The problem is that if you're going to do, uh, when you take a separate batter and you want to make it for both, you have to connect it, it has to touch. But now, if it has to touch and the one is already Tomei, and you bring the other one, you touch together, then what's going to end up happening, so then they're both going to become Tomei. So, Maho Iluch HaChomim and how does that help? So he says, what you do is, in order for Tumah to transmit, what you normally have to do is, it has to have the size of a Kabeza. Right? Mm-hmm. So now let's say you have a batter that is a Rishon. If you would just touch it to another batter, and even if you would take a little piece and put it between them to make a touch, so that little piece will become a sheni, and then the other the other chala's got a din of truma lechora, become a shlish, it will also become disqualified. So what he says, what you should do is take the piece that you put in between should be less than the size of a kabetza, because if it's less than the size of a kabetza, there's no transmission of Tumah. There's no transmission of the, It's still considered touching for the laws of Chala, but it doesn't transmit the Tumah. And this way, the Kohen will end up getting his double portion of Chala from the one that is Tahor. And so that's what you do. That's the position. That's what we're going to be dealing with now. Let's see it inside. So he says as follows. Now we're going to Mishnah. Rabbi Lezer, I'm Merchala, and he tells us, Mina Tahoira, Alatmeya. That what you have to take is, if it became Tomei, and again, the case over there is that person made a Tomei on purpose, so then you have to take Mina Tahoira, Alatmeya. Kate said, so what do you do? So he says as follows. So you have two batters. One is Tahar and one is Tmea, and they both are, Chala has not been yet taken. Noto Kedei Chala Misa Shalohurma, uh, uh, 
You take, you separate from the one that had not been separated from uh, and make sure that you put a little bit in between so the two batters are touching that it's just less than the size of a kibetza. Why does it help you to make it less than the size of a kibetza? Then the, then the one that's tame will not make the one that's tahar tame. And you can now take for both from the one that was tahar. Now, uh, in order to be able to take one next to the other, you have to have that kadesna kabetza touching the two together. Now, chachamim oisim, chachamim say we don't allow it. We'll see why the chachamim say we don't allow it. We'll deal with uh, in in a moment. Now, that's the Mishnah. So the Mishnah says, according to Rabbi Eliezer, what are you supposed to do? Take two batters, the one that's Tomei, connected with the one that's Tahar, but when you make that connection, what should it be? Less than a... Right. Now, let's keep going. Tanya, but now the Brysa says the same, seemingly the same exact scenario, but there it says, Kebetza, you don't have to worry about it being... It could even be a significant amount, and you can put the, connect the two together. Now, Lechorah, we have to understand, that's going to create a problem. Because there is transmission of Tumor on a Kabetza. So what's the Machloikas between the Mishnah and the Brisa? Okay? So Savrua, the Bnei Yeshiva thought, initially, to reconcile, or to at least explain the two positions, the Mishnah and the Brisa, they said, Ida the Ida of the Isa Rishona, that in both cases, we're talking about that the batter that was Tomei was at what level? Was a Rishon, right? And also, the question is like this. You have a batter that Chala was not yet taken. Now, the Chala piece itself has got to be like Truma. No question. But what if you have Tevel, where Chala was not yet removed? What status does it have? Does it have a status of Chulin? Or does it have a status of Truma? If it has not yet been removed, Right? So now, the chulin tulin lechala, lav lechala damu. And they hold that in the, in the, uh, in the original understanding of the chachamim, that if chala wasn't taken, it's all considered to be like chulin. The batter is considered to be like chulin. Alright? Mm-hmm. So therefore, so my lava hakamim, so what are they arguing? Must be they arguing like this. Is my sabra ain't shani oiz shlisha bechulin, that the brysa holds that a shani cannot become a shlishi. So even though the one batter is a rishon, and even though there's a kabetza, what will happen to the kabetza? It'll become a shani. But it can't make the other batter tome, because the other tome, the other batter, the tohor batter, has not yet been separated. It's considered to be like chulin. Not a problem. Why? Because shani cannot make the other batter into a shlishi. Right? Umar Sava, the Mishnah that has you have to make sure it's less than a Kabetza, because we're afraid. Why? Because if it's the size of a Kabetza, it can make the batter into a Shlishi. I, it's Chulin. Chulin can become a Shlishi. That's what they thought the Machloikas is. Like Rabbi Akiva. Umar Sava, Shedi, is a Shlishi, but Chulin. So Amar of Mari, Beredi, Rav Kahana, no, you don't have to say this. The kula alma ain't sheni oisishlishi bechulin. Is that everyone holds like the normative halacha by chulin sheni cannot become a shlishi. So what are they arguing about then? They're arguing about it like this: is that this idea that if you haven't taken challah yet, right? How do we view that batter? So I said the argument is: do we like it? Look at it like chulin. If you look at it like chulin, you have no problem. But you could say since there's 
Chawa mixed into it, we have to give it a status of truma, not a chad, a status of chulin. That's the machlokes. And if you give it a status like truma, then what? which is like that's one way of a second way of reconciling it's a third way it's like and everybody agrees the shade cannot make a shlishi again so what's the problem what they're arguing is as follows is there is a concept that in Eretz Yisrael, you're not allowed to on purpose make something Tomei. You're not allowed to make something Tomei. Even if it's Chulin, you're not allowed to make it Tomei. Now this piece that's in between the two batters, if it's a Kabeitza and the one batter is a Rishon, what's going to happen to the piece that's in between? It'll become a shame. So even though it cannot go and make the rest of the thing a shlishi, because chulin can't become a shlishi, but you just went to make something into a shani for no reason. Therefore, the argument between the Mishnah and the Bryce is, do you have to make sure it's less than a kabetza to make the connection, or not? Because are we afraid that you're being gorem tumma for no reason? That's going to be the machlokus between them. So That's what they're arguing. Can you cause tumma on purpose in Eretz Now you can still eat it as chulin. So what's the problem? And Marsava, even if you can still eat it as chulin, we don't go out of our way to make the, the chulin of Eretz Yisrael tumma. Okay, so therefore that's the claim that all of them held like the Shita, and this shows even Rabbi Yezra holds that because both now are going like Rabbi Yezra, the Mishnah and the Brisa, Shani cannot become Shlishi by Chulim. Yeah? We didn't answer this question of Rabbi Yossi, how Rabbi Yochanan had this issue, right? We didn't come to a conclusion. Well, what, what, what do you mean? At the end... No, he says, I don't agree. I mean, Rabbi Yochanan, why... Yochanan yeah, he didn't understand why that Rabbi Yossi felt that, that he didn't... That we don't... We didn't address that, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, the Mora says like this, So we had a machloikus over here, that we had... One Pesach says that outside the 48 cities, they had 1,000 Amma, and one Pesach said it had 2,000 Amma. So we had a machloikus. Rabbi Akiva dash in the first 1,000 Amma for aesthetics... That you have, no, you can't plant anything, it has to be left open, so it looks beautiful. And the second one is for Tchum Shabbos. The second opinion, I believe it was Rabbi Yosef Lili, says, no, it's not for Tchum Shabbos. The first one is to tell you you're not allowed to plant anything. The second one is you're supposed to plant Kromim and orchards and vineyards, that's what it's for. So why are they arguing? Why doesn't Rabbi Yosef Lili agree with Rabbi Akiva? The second one, the pastor is telling you have a second one, is to give you your Tchum Shabbos. Why not? So what it says, like this, what Micah Mipligi, Marsav, Tchum Indaraisa, Marsav, Tchum Indarabon, is Rabbi Akiva holds Tchum Indaraisa. So you can learn a source from the Torah, Tchum Indaraisa, so there's coming to teach you Tchum But according to Rabbi Yosef, really, Tchum only Indarabon. So it can't be the pastor telling you, make the extra thousand Amas for Tchum if there is no Din Daraisa of Tchum, it's only Din Darabon. Let's keep going. At the time when they stole, came out of the Chris Yamsu, Loimar Shira. They looked, to, uh, they, 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 they paid attention, they made sure that they're going to say Shira. Now the point is, Az Yashir Moshev, and they saw, it says like the Vaidabar, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Az Yashir Moshev, and they saw, so the question was, what the Lamar is? Usually Lamar is Vaidabar Hashem Moshe Lamar, Tel Ben Israel. But yeah, they're singing with them. 
But Az Yashim Moshe Ben Ezra. So what's the lemur? That was what we're trying to explain. So we had over there. So Kate said Amr Shira. So there are going to be now three opinions. Kegadol Amakris Ahalav. You have an adult. Back in the day, when an adult read the Hallel, Rosh explains, so that each, each chapter starts with the Rosh HaProkim, right? Whatever the Rosh HaProkim is, whether it's Hallelukah, whether whatever it starts with, so that if you go Pasuk by Pasuk, they would answer the Rosh HaProkim. Either it would be Hallelukah, Ma'ashiv, whatever they started with, that's what the response would be. It means they didn't say every word with a person. When he would finish the Pasuk, they would say the Russia Prokim. That first refrain is what they would say. So therefore, like this, it's it's like if a godol is bimakres ahalul, the hein oynim achra Russia Prokim. Moshe Amar. So here too, the beginning of the chapter by Az Yoshi was Ashir la Hashem. The hein omrim after each pasuk they would say Ashir la Hashem. Moshe Amar kigogah. If the next paragraph would start with kigogah, the next the next. The next positive, they would say Ashir al Hashem, because Ashir al Hashem is the, the beginning, the refrain. Mm. That's according to the first opinion. Means whatever the opening statement is, like in Halal with a Godal, they repeat it after each positive. It's not like a Godal reading, it's like a cotton. Now, when a cotton reads, you can't rely on Shemekha Aina. So let's say nobody in Shul knows how to read Halal. Only the child, but you can't rely on his Shemekha Aina. So you have to actually repeat every single word. After him, if you're going to be Yotze, that's what? Well, no, you have to hear what he says, and then you have to answer every word that he says, right? So he says that's exactly what happened over there. Each word that Moshe, each each refrain, they repeat the exact same thing. Fine, that's the second opinion. Now the Sefer is the Chazan. Like the Chazan who was Pyrus al-Shema, the way the Chazan used to do, he used to start off the brachas. Raja says that the Pyrus uh, means referring to the introduction to the, the... He would start, Lekel Baruch, and once he said Lekel Baruch, then everybody said it together. Right? Avarava, uh, everybody said it together. That's how Moshe, Moshe started, uh, that Ashir uh, the Hashem, the, the, and then they all said every word together simultaneously. So therefore, like this. The first refrain, and they answered together with them. So Moshe says like this. So we have three different opinions what you do here. So my comment is, what are they arguing about? So we have three Pazik says, Az Yashim Moshe Ben Yisrael, is Hashir Azaz Lemor. What does Lemor mean? Amil Sukamaisa. Meaning like this, Lemor, they're answering to the opening statement. Whatever Moshe's opening statement is, that's what they're answering on each and every Pazik that he says. They're not responding to, uh, the opening statement, they're responding to every single statement that he makes. They're responsive and using, saying word, eat like that, like the cotton. Every positive he says, they're repeating every single word. From the Chemiah Savar, it says, Vayomru. Vayomru is Masha, they all said it together. So it's not responsive. So that's like the Chazan starts and then everybody says it together. So Amar Kuluhu they all said it together. Lamar, the Pazak, and the, and the, and the Lamar just means the Pazak Moshe Beresha. means Moshe started it. But once Moshe started it, what happens? They all said it in unison, they all said it together. So you have three different sheets on how it was done. Tan Rabban and Darish of Yeshegli, Vishasha, Allah Yisrael Minayan. 
that when they came out of Yamsu, they, they, they desired to say Shira. So Kate said, Amru Shira. So how did they say the Shira? It was even Oilel Mutalog al Imo. If you have a to- toddler, a young, a young, a youngster, a little kid that was on his mother's uh, knees, or even a, an infant that was nursing from his mother's breast, when they saw the Shechina, the, 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 his gallus of the Shechina by the nace of Chris Yamsuf, the toddler raised his head, he lifted his neck up to look, and the, 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 the infant uh, let the nipple slip out of his mouth. They all was a, a, a Ruach HaKadosh, that they all said at the time of the nace. That from the mouth of uh, toddlers and infants, you established your strength, the strength of, of, of Chris Yamsu. added, he said, Even the, the uh, fetuses inside of their mothers said, Shira, that in large gatherings you shall bless Hashem. This is by Shinikalu Alayam. Mimekar Yisrael, from the source of Yisrael. Mimekar over here means even from the wombs, the wombs of the mothers, they all said, Shira. Gentlemen, we'll stop over here.